Welcome to the Dr. Wyatt Show podcast for developing a long-lasting, happy relationship is the status symbol to achieve. And following my six marriage steps is a path to help get you there. I'm your host, Dr. Wyatt Fisher, a licensed psychologist specializing in marriage counseling. Today, we're going to kick off a two-part series titled The Top Six Relationship Advice Tips. So it's somewhat of a mystery if you think about the pattern. The pattern is people fall in love, people get married, people fall out of love, people get a divorce. That's a common pattern over and over that people go through. And what happens? What causes this pattern? What moves a couple from being willing to spend thousands and thousands of dollars on their wedding, looking lovingly into each other's eyes, to one day despising each other and wanting a divorce? What transpires between point A and point B? That's a very good question. So we're gonna be covering some of the tips and some of the strategies and some of the insights from my experience of what happens and what causes this shift over time. Because as you know, falling in love is easy. Staying in love is not. So the first thing we're gonna talk about is it's very important to ask your partner, what are the behaviors you do that they don't like? These are called drainer behaviors. Drainer behaviors are behaviors your partner wants you to stop. Imagine them holding up a stop sign and they're saying, stop, I want you to stop these behaviors. These drainers aren't there in the beginning. And drainers can be all sorts of things. They can be controlling behavior. They can be being sloppy. They can be being critical. They can include addictions. They can include poor money management. The list goes on and on and on. And so what happens, one of the things that happens is the longer a couple is together, the more drainer behaviors start to occur. And if you remember, we all have a love bucket inside of us and our partner is the faucet. And so they're pouring water in in the beginning, doing all the right behaviors. But over time, they stop filling up the bucket and instead they start draining the bucket by doing behaviors we don't like and that creates a hole in the bottom of the bucket and water starts leaking out. Those are the drainer behaviors. So that's one of the primary reasons why couples go from I love you, I wanna marry you to I don't love you, I want a divorce. It's because of a buildup of all those drainers. The drainers drain out the love bucket. <clears throat> when love buckets get, get empty, couples fall out of love and then often the relationship breaks apart. So the very first thing you have to do if you don't want this to happen to your relationship is you have to ask your partner, what are my drainer behaviors that you don't like? What are they? You may know what they are or you may be surprised, but this is step one. You have to ask your partner, what are the drainer behaviors that I do that you don't like? These are the behaviors they want you to stop. If they had a stop sign, they'd be holding it in your face saying, please stop this behavior. So one example in my marriage is parenting. And this is a drainer for both my wife and for myself. The drainer that she does is she can become too permissive with our kids where she doesn't have enough boundaries. She doesn't uphold consequences or make sure they're following through on what they're supposed to do. And that can be a drainer for me because then I feel like I have to be the heavy, that I have to be the bad cop while she gets to be the good cop. And I'm sure some of you can relate to this. So that's a drainer for me when she is being permissive with our kids 
that drains my love bucket and makes me feel negative toward her because it burdens me to be the bad cop. The same thing happens with her toward me, but in the opposite way. So because I am the more justice-oriented parent, I'm the one who follows through on the consequences, I'm the one that enforces the boundaries, sometimes I can take that too far and forget about the relationship with our kids and nurturing the tenderness between myself and our kids. And so when my wife feels like I'm going too far enforcing the consequences or too far on being the boundary setting, the boundary setter, that's a drainer for her. And so our parenting styles are completely opposite, which is pretty typical for males and females raising kids. It's pretty common for one partner to be more of the rule enforcer and one partner to be more of the relationship focused partner, and that's us. And so if I feel like she's too permissive, that's a drainer. If she feels like I'm too rule-focused, that's a drainer. So that's one thing I had to get feedback on, and so did she. And I had to ask her, what's something I'm doing? What are some behaviors I'm doing that are draining your love bucket? What are the behaviors you want me to stop? What are those? And that's one of the behaviors she said. She said, when you are too focused on consequences with the kids and not focused enough on relationship, that's a drainer for me. And that leads me to number two. Number two is stop doing those behaviors. When your partner gives you feedback and says, I don't like this, I don't like that, I don't like it when you're controlling, I don't like it when you're too passive, I don't like it when you're not a good listener, I don't like it when you don't manage the money well. Whatever it is, whatever they tell you, do not judge it, work on it. And that does not mean it's gonna happen overnight and it doesn't mean you're gonna become perfect because most of us are naturally talented at the drainers. I don't have to try to be the enforcer of boundaries with my kids. It comes naturally to me. I have to work at not doing it too much and remembering the relationship and the rapport. So drainers are natural. We do them naturally. We're talented at our drainers. So the second step here is you wanna take that feedback your partner gives you on the drainers seriously. Are you taking feedback seriously or are you scoffing at it? Are you getting defensive when you hear it? Are you making up all these reasons why it's not your fault? Or are you working on it? The best thing you can do if you wanna stay in love, if you wanna continue to have a good relationship, is to work on that feedback your partner gives you when they tell you, here's the behaviors you do that are drainers for me. When you do X, Y, and Z, it drains down my love bucket. When they give you that feedback, take it seriously, pay attention, and then work on it. Sometimes all you have to do is be aware and be mindful and just review this list of behaviors you're working on. I call it a partner cheat sheet. I have a partner cheat sheet, and it's a list of behaviors that I'm continually working on so that I can become a better partner for my wife. It's a partner cheat sheet. If I don't review that sheet, I start forgetting. It becomes a little fuzzy. What am I supposed to be working on? How am I supposed to be getting better? It gets fuzzy. But when I pull out that cheat sheet and review it, and I try and look at it several times a week, it keeps it top of my mind. So I'm focused, I'm thinking about it, I'm aware of it, and then my behavior slowly starts to change. Sometimes that's all you need. You just need to write it down somewhere, you need to look at it several times a week, and before long, your behavior will start to change. But it begins with a malleable heart. 
Do you have a malleable heart? Are you willing to make changes? Are you willing to be receptive to your partner's feedback? Are you willing to ask the question, what are my drainer behaviors for you? Then are you willing to start working at it? If you want a good marriage, if you want a good relationship, you have to be willing because it starts in the heart. Other times you might get stuck and your partner says, let's say you have harsh anger and you're a hothead and your partner says, hey, that's a drainer, but you may not quite know how to work on your anger. So if that's the case, maybe you need to read a book about anger. Maybe you need to listen to some podcasts specifically about resolving anger. Maybe you need to read some articles around anger management. Maybe you need to see a therapist or a coach about what's underneath your anger. Where is this coming from for you? So sometimes the drainer behaviors are going to be more complex and they're going to require more out of you to work on it. It's worth it. Because when you highlight your partner's drainer behavior, you want them to do the same thing. You want them to work on it. You want them to do whatever it takes. You want them to invest in the change process. So make sure you're doing the same thing. Make sure you're willing to work at those behaviors because your partner needs to see effort. When your partner sees effort that you're trying and that you're striving for change, that's going to give them hope. And that's what it's all about. You want to feel hope that your partner is working on things, they're trying to be a better partner, that gives you hope. Number three is you need to get feedback on these drainers once a week. Once a week, I encourage you, after you get this list of drainers, ask for three drainers, by the way. Ask for the top three drainers that you do that drains down your partner's love bucket. Then once a week, ask them for feedback and say, hey, can I get feedback? on my drainers, and here's the three questions. What number would you give me on those drainers over the past week? If negative 10 is the worst and zero is the best because we're subtracting water out of the love bucket, what number would you give me over the past week on my drainer behaviors? One at a time, go through them. Then ask, what's one thing I did right on that drainer behavior? Because you want to hear what you did well. That shows your progress. And then ask, How could I improve? And then do not defend yourself. Just listen to the feedback, mull it over, search for the kernel of truth. That's up to you to decide what that is. But you wanna be asking for that once a week. So you ask, what's my number on this over the past week? Negative 10 is the worst, zero is the best, because it's subtracting water out of your partner's bucket. Then you say, what's one thing I did right? And then how could I improve? When you get that feedback on a regular basis, it will show slowly shape your behavior because it will show you if you're on the right track, it will show you if you're at an impasse, it will show you if you've gotten worse, and it holds you accountable because it's not about getting feedback once and that's all you ever do, that's the only time you talk about it. It's about getting feedback over and over and over and over for the rest of your marriage because all of us tend to drift in the wrong direction. All of us tend to slide toward our drainers. All these behaviors our partner doesn't like, we tend to naturally slide in that direction. So we need weekly accountability to make sure we're not sliding, to make sure we're not forgetting about it, to make sure we're still moving in the right direction. And that's not gonna happen without weekly feedback. What's my number? What did I do right? How can I improve? 
This is why I developed the Keep the Glow app. I know a lot of you are using the app already. It's in the Google Play Store, it's in the App Store. This app is this model on your phone. So it's a convenient way to track it. So if you're not already using the app, make sure you download it. You can start with two weeks free. It's very convenient and it's a really wonderful way to track this, to see how you're doing those drainers. So if you don't want your marriage to move from we're in love, we're getting married, to we're out of love, we want a divorce, Consider these three steps for relationship advice. Number one, ask your partner what they don't like that you do. That's your drainer behaviors. Number two, stop doing those behaviors. And number three, get feedback on those behaviors once a week. Thank you for listening to the Dr. Wyatt Show podcast. Be sure to click the five stars and leave a review. And for more reading on this topic, type in loveless marriage on Google and you'll see my article at the top that explains this model in more detail. Remember, your marriage is alive. If you care for it and nurture it, it will grow. But if you deprive it, it will wilt and die. The choice is up to you. Take care.